Before we begin, we want to talk about BattleBards, BattleBards.com. If you sign up with a Prime subscription, you'll have access to streaming sound effects and tools that you can use to prepare for games. Also, if you use our exclusive code of STACK, you'll get a 20% discount on signing up for their Prime account. Check it out, BattleBards.com. Lots of great sound effects. Also, we are affiliates with Dice Envy, DiceEnvy.com. If you like Dice, like we do, we encourage you to go check it out. We have a link on our show notes for this episode, as well as a link if you'll dig for it. It'll be on our Twitter feed. Look it up, check it out, and if you buy any dice from them, we'll get a small part of the profits, and we'll be able to work that into the show to add to the quality of the show. You can contact us through Twitter and Instagram at stackadice, by email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. Our wiki is vardalon.wikia.com. And if you haven't left us a review yet, we'd love for you to do that because it'll help us out. We have a listener who contacted us through Podbean by the name of J-U-B-H-X-Y. I think I'll call him Jub Huxy because that's <laughs> a lot easier to say. He's a friend of Thane's and is just getting into DMing himself, which I think is really neat. He shared some neat details with me about what he's lining up for his game. And he told us, I think you guys are awesome. And I think it's cool. It's a family plus friend D&D session. Well, thank you very much, Jeb Huxy. You've made our day, and we want to wish you fun times ahead as you start your own game. It's demanding work, but it's mm-hmm. really fun when a game comes together. Thane agrees. I've already written a little bit with him, and so we're working out some details, and hopefully they'll be useful for him as he gets his own game launched. So look out, Thane. Here it comes. Oh, dear. Also, as of right now, we have eight five-star ratings on iTunes. So eight people have reached out to us and tap the fifth star and so thank you very much thank you for the time you've taken to rate us if you haven't given us a review yet we'd love to hear from you that way so last time we recorded i asked you to describe the relationship your character has with the character to your left this time we're going to go to the right let's start with tira um i suppose it's not a huge secret there's a little bit of tension between tira and peter on occasion they almost seem like more opposites than, uh, you know, Tira and Bash, I said, seem kind of like kindred spirits in an odd sort of way. And Tira and Peter seem kind of like opposites. He's grown up in a very ordered and quiet environment and, and very disciplined in a different style. Not that Tira is undisciplined, but it's just it was a different discipline. I guess it's it's grown a little less as time has gone on. They've Peter has become something of a fighter since being given the scale mail by the physic and has that affected her opinion of him that he's a little more adept at fighting? A little bit, yeah, yeah a nice. little bit. Early on, though, there was definitely some animosity as far as she almost considered him a pest more than constantly wanting to tag along. Uh, constantly questioning her and whatnot. But I think that, that that's that's lessening as time goes on. Cool. Peter, how about your relationship with Womberbash? I don't know. I hmm. I guess I'd see him as kind of like my younger brother that I never, ever had. Um, because he just kind of like gazes at the world with wide eyes. And both Tira and I are just kind of trying to guide him as he learns to interact with the outside world, I guess. You know, that's just how Peter imagines it. All right. And Michael, how does Womberbash feel about Tira? What's the relationship there? 
I don't really like her. Um, it really, I, I, I loathe is probably the best disdain. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I see. I see her as probably the leader of the group. I see her as the one who is the smartest of the group. Probably, I see her as a bigger, bigger sister, like we sort of talked about last time. Um, I, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. that's pretty much it. Okay, that's pretty much it. I yeah. um, definitely a lot of growth going on yeah. from the beginning. Between the three of you. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see how this plays out in this episode. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Hello Stackers, I'm Rhett, the DM for this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure set in the homebrewed world of Vardalon. With me is... Meredith as Tyr Ironstag. Michael as Wammer Besh Benson-Long. I'm sorry, Michael as Wammer Besh Benson-Long. Thane as Peter Greyhawk. Last time, the three friends decided to help the people of the city of Muwaka when pirates showed up on their doorstep. Heading to the north gate to help a large group of refugees, the friends headed outside the city in time to find an advanced party of an approaching army. Their armor made it apparent that they were in the service of the Reaver Mordant. Now that the battle is over, they're catching their breath and need to figure out what happens next. Who's ready to tell a story? Me! Me! Wait, actually, I just realized we don't really know about the reaver mordant like we never actually yeah, met I've him never or heard, heard his that name before i mean except in, yeah. except in the You've, in the cutscene never heard it except yeah. in the cutscene we were in the cutscene but like we don't know who yeah, this guy's definitely heard of then fine <laughs> i was gonna say maybe meredith has heard but i don't think tira has <laughs> that's okay you all know as players meta yep definitely <laughs> You are standing there, and as you are standing there, uh, you hear voices coming from inside the gate. A contingent of guards has rushed there. Apparently, the one who left the wall has come back with reinforcements. Yes. And to arrest us. They bring you inside the city and close the gate. They bar it. <laughs> and they begin talking to you. Did you have something you wanted yeah, to do first? Yeah, I wanted to run over first over okay. to the hooded figure. Do that. And, uh, okay, I'm gonna. Uh, Bomber Bash runs, gets up, and runs over to the hooded figure and picks up his um, his stone to, and puts it in his pack. Okay, because you're wearing Smoothie. Yes. On your wristband, it's hard for me to say that with a straight face. Uh, you pick up this stone, and as soon as you do, there's that rush of something because you have one touching your arm. And then one in your hand. And, and presumably one in my chest. That's right. So as soon as you pick up that piece, it, it shakes you until you drop it into the pouch with the other two, was it? I think you had two. Uh, I do have a, yes, yes. So now I have three. Things. A jealous glint passes over Peter's eyes. Having done that, you see them beckoning to you to enter the city. And I turn and look and I see, or do I see anyone or do I just, just hear the uh, clamoring of, of, um, I, I, I sm- smell the clambering um, sounds of, of cymbals, and I, I hear the, uh, or no, I taste the feet uh, <laughs> that are coming toward <laughs> So So I, I experience some type of sound. Do I, do I see them yet? Are they that close or not yet? It's more of a sensation. Okay, uh, all right, you so can, I'm going to hurry up and run. Yeah, it's, it's so loud but so distant 
uh, you know it's something big. Okay, so I run back to the gate real All right. quick. Welcoming hands grab you and pull you inside. There's a clang as the gate slams shut. The bar is dropped into place. Guards are resuming their mount on the wall. And now you're inside the gates in the city, and you have to figure out what to do now. All right. We can hear there are there are more coming. It sounds like hundreds of them. You guys need to reinforce these walls and get all the civilians inside the city as fast as you can. Get them under cover somehow. Tira, hold still. Yes, wounds. lady. Hold still? Cure wounds. Oh. Nine hit points. Eh, okay. <laughs> Here, I can whack those nine hit points out of you if you need me to. No, it's fine. No, that's good. He sticks a bit of plaster on one of your huge cuts. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what that brings me to. Twelve. <laughs> I'm calculating right now how many points I'm I 25. actually have. Twenty-five. I'm still under half. I mean, that's twenty-five out of sixty-four total. You need to rage sooner. <laughs> Immortal discipline, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you going to do now? There was no reaction from the guards. Yeah, they were... they said. That some are coming. Oh. Do you uh, do you guys have archers? You see archers among them. They're on the wall. It looks like this gate is... Secure. Secure. Okay, do we hear any commotion behind us in the city? In like the a- city, yeah. There's still more of the, the tumult coming from more centrally in the city. Uh, it's definitely a place of chaos. Really, as far as you know, you have two options. Either the land route to try and get... Maybe you could try and sneak through and get around the army or can we go on the wall? Yeah. You can take the wall for certain amounts, but there's so many guards up there and the towers. You don't know if you'll have access to the towers to get through from point to point. Um, And how tall are these walls? About 10 feet. I see. Uh, The other option you have for leaving the city is by water. Now, obviously um, that's not terribly feasible because of the amount of pirates outside. As you're standing here deliberating, everyone give me a perception check. 18. 19. 20. 14. Oh, okay. Womberbash, you are just turning to say something to Peter and Tira when you catch a silver glimmer on the street to your left. What? Hey, Peter, what's that? You turn and look, Womberbash, and as you're as you're trying to draw their attention, you see a ghostly figure of the stag. Look, it's look. It looks like the stag is down Wait, there. Where? As as soon as it sees that you've made eye contact with it, it turns and goes around the corner. I'm gonna follow it. I'm going with it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over. To yeah, I jump down. Okay, you make your way down that street, make the right turn, and you're just. You're just in time to see the stag disappearing around another corner. Hurry, hurry. We're going to miss it. You follow like this. It's the most circuitous route that you think you've ever seen. But basically, by following it, you seem to be avoiding the worst of the crush of people. And every now and then you can hear the sound shifting as you're making your way through the city. Sometimes it seems to be ahead of you, sometimes to your right, even sometimes behind you. But you're always navigating these Byzantine roads and making your way through when finally you find that you're approaching what looks like the dock area of the city again. You seem to have gone around the worst of it in the middle of the city, and now you're back down by the docks. And is that stag still there, or did he disappear? As soon as it goes out into the open area of the dock, as soon as it hits, leaves the shadow of this alleyway, this street, 
heads out in the sunlight, and it's just like the sunlight melts it as it goes out into the sunlight. Wait! I, I think it was actually leading us down here for some reason. I mean, we avoided a lot of, like, foot traffic. Maybe that was why he, he they brought us down here? It must have been helping us escape. It was the Waze version of the stag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are we supposed to be leaving now, or, like, what happened about I, that's these what people? I was going to ask him. Are we supposed to go? I mean, did we finish what we were supposed to be doing here? I mean, well, we did go to the library and find out the thing, so... That's true, but can we just leave these people to fight? I hate leaving fight? them to just... The guards on the wall didn't... How many were there about? About 100. Oh, oh okay. I mean, I, I mean, this isn't really our fight. We're not inhabitants of the city. We're not part of their military at all. I, they, I doubt they'd even let us join in the fight because we're just outsiders. Do you really think that they would refuse people who wanted to help fight? I, I don't know. I mean... We just kind of turn around on the blue and say, hey, let us help. There's no telling what our motives could have been. What do we see as far as like um, the commotion that's on here by the pier or whatever? What, what are we seeing? The dock area seems to be mostly clear. You do see a few clusters of people who have stayed down here primarily to monitor the pirate ships, mm -hmm. which are still bobbing at anchor. But they're not here in great numbers. Uh, you do see the the broad esplanade that you saw when you first landed, the, the wide open place lined with palm trees, the white buildings crowding along the waterfront, and that funny-looking crooked building that was down at the far end of the dock that Asimeres disappeared into. How about mm. we go into the funny-looking crooked building with Asimeres and an, a magical inventor? Perhaps he Wait, can help us. Yeah, can we that see? was outside the city, wasn't it? No, it's all inside the city. Can we see better how many exactly how many boats are at, at, an, at anchor off, right off the, the port there? Now that you're down at their level, it becomes even more visually confusing. Mm -hmm. Definitely across the front, you're seeing 12 frigate-sized ships. So even if we tried to leave by water, we could be chased. Yeah, I, I really don't know what to do here. I mean, if we haven't even been able to figure out if those if those pirates are here on our account and if they are, which is better for us to stay and, and fight them off or to leave so that they know, so that they don't attack this city. Not to mention, even with all these people, like 12 ships of pirates is a lot to fight. Let's go, let's and go. I'm let, not, <laughs> I'm not doing very well. Let's go, let, let's go talk to us. Let's go see if we can find a Simmeries. All right. You make your way across the Esplanade, and as you approach, there were two guards here when you first got here, and they welcomed him in. There are no guards here right now. Presumably, they've been called to service. Mm -hmm. Now, you do hear what you assume are guard movements, patrols, not far from here. So it's they're still monitoring the port situation, but they, they seem to be moving, maneuvering, preparing themselves for whatever the pirates are going to do. Uh, but basically, the way into the house, the building is open to you. It's a little red door, which is striking in this area, built into the side of this otherwise white building. And it has black hinges and a black round knob. I'm going to knock on the door. Assemblies, it's us. It's Tira and Peter and, and Womberbash. You hear a muffled voice say something from behind the door, but that's it. Open the door, Peter. Yeah, I'm kick gonna, it in. He might be in trouble. I'm not going to kick it in. I'm going to try the doorknob. I'm going to kick it in. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. Give me a strength. I knew it. <laughs> athletics check. Natural one. Athletics Natural. check. Hey, that's... Or, no, just, just strength. Uh... 
I don't want you too excited about this. <laughs> Just a strength check. Uh, 15. The door crunches under your boot and goes flying inward. The thick wall of this house, it's probably a good three feet thick, makes a small entryway into the room beyond. I run right in. I'm thinking he's tied up or in trouble or something. Okay. Persephone's, are you in here? <laughs> You enter the eclectic building, and as soon as you're in, you see it's every bit as Simmerese. Like his workshop in the plains of Seth Arban, the walls are jammed with shelves of broken machinery, twisted wire, and plenty of other bits and bobs. It has all the hallmarks you've come to expect of him, brilliant work, much of it only partially completed, and lots of gathered junk. There are piles of half-finished machines, snarled balls of wire, and in the corner, something that looks like an elliptical shield the color of dusty olive green. It shakes slightly from side to side every so often, and there seem to be flashes of light from behind it. There's an odd hissing noise in the air, however, and hovering in the air is the smell of ozone. It feels unnaturally warm in here. That's like electrical. Yeah. Possibly electrical. Oh, we don't know that. We don't Sorry. know that. <laughs> That's not electrical. What's that smell? I, I've never smelled anything like that. I'm going to go and investigate that elliptical olive green shield thing. It has a strangely textured surface, almost like little ridges or bumps every so often. Is there anything behind it? How are you going to investigate that? I'm going to try and pick it up. You reach forward and touch it, and it's surprisingly warm under your fingers. And as soon as you touch it, suddenly arms and legs and a head erupt from the elliptical object. It stands and turns slowly with an ominous, almost mechanical exhalation, and it turns to face you. An expressionless metal face glares down at you as massive arms and legs swing about, and in one hand it holds a sword of fire. What? (laughs) Oh, wait. I'm sorry, little brothers, says a muffled voice slowly, and the free hand reaches up to move the mask away from the eyes. The other hand flicks a switch on the fire sword and it goes off. With the startling gear removed, your warrior senses allow you to see that standing before you is a humanoid unlike any you've seen before. It looks like a large turtle. I was just putting the finishing touches on this. The long arm points into the corner where a small workbench contains something that looks like a fork with a corkscrew on the other end. In the middle, projecting from a flexible arm, is a glass disc that seems to warp things viewed through it. What do you think? His face beams with pride. Who are you? I am Bakongo. Who are you? We're friends of... We're looking for a Simmeries. Ah, Simmeries, he is good. Is he here? Ah, yes, he's in the other room. (sighs) We thought he was in trouble. Why didn't he answer the door when we knocked? He is busy. When he gets busy, he loses track of everything. I guess like me. Don't you hear what's going on outside? What's going on outside? That's a no. (laughs) The city's under attack. His face suddenly goes very serious. What do you mean, attack? What do you think we mean? People are storming the gates. Pirates are coming in from the bay, and you've got an army moving in on the northern gate. That is bad. Yeah. I need to see a Simmeries. Where is he? Uh, He might be upstairs. I run to the stairs. 
you make your way over lots and lots of things to get to the stairs. And as you go, you're making the most horrible racket. You're causing Mm. stacks of things to shift and tumble underneath your feet. But you manage to make your way up past a stack of moldy books. And you make your way up the jammed staircase to get to the second floor. And once you get there, you see it's just more of the same. You don't see anybody in here. It's just shelves of scrolls and blueprints and all sorts of bits and bobs again. Summaries. There's one window that looks out over the harbor, but there's no sign of a person here. Summaries, are you in here? There's no answer. Is there any other exit to this room? Not to this room. Are there more stairs going up or... No, there are no more stairs going up. Now, you seem to think that you might have seen another exit out of the room downstairs. Okay. Do I see anything else of note other than just random Asenamarie stuff? One of the blueprints out seems to have a strange-looking horse drawn on it. Uh, it seems to be made out of metal. But aside from that, nothing. All right, I'm going to head back downstairs uh, and approach Turtle Man. And, uh, Did you find him? No, I didn't. Are you sure he's upstairs? Oh, then maybe he is in there. And he points to the room just next to this one. <laughs> I walk in there. Asimaris, are you in here? This room is considerably darker than the last room. So to Tira, that's not going to make that big a deal, okay. but you're behind Womberbash. Womberbash, your eyes take time to adjust to the burning lamps in this room. There's a loud bubbling sound coming from up ahead, and it smells strongly of seawater in here. Once your eyes become accustomed to the room, it isn't difficult to tell why. The entire waterward side of the room is, well, water. You're on a flat stone floor, but a sizable portion, the southern end of this room, drops off and it descends to water level. So it's basically like the room, the floor just stops and then it's water. Yeah, so the room just kind of goes into the water. Mm -hmm. It's basically like you're standing on the edge of a stone pier. Heavy chains descend from the ceiling straight into the water. They appear to be straining against some heavy weight, and the water is roiling, showing white in the room's dim light. You see a Simmery's familiar figure kneeling at the edge. He's staring down intently, not seeming to have heard your entrance. He's muttering something to himself and is so into what he's doing, he's even taken the time to carefully remove his boot and set it to the side so he can think more freely. Uh, Simmery's? What's down there? What? What? Asimaris. Asimaris, it's us. He turns around and he squints at you in the dim light, and it takes a moment. Ah, my friends, how are you? We're fine. How are you? What? <laughs> hey, we're fine. How's it going? Is the city's under attack. What are you doing in here? Under attack, yes. I thought I had heard some drums earlier. Um, and you're not worried about that? My work is so important. I We are so close. So close to close what? Close to what? To success. What kind of success? <laughs> Bakongo, come here. And the turtle figure comes in. If you would, please. And you see Bakongo move to a, a large wheel mounted on one of the walls. And Asimaris goes to the other wall where there's another similar wheel mounted. And he says, would you please help? Uh, yeah, sure. Are you talking to us? I yes, he's talking to, he's talking to the three of you. All right, all right. Together, the three of you, the five of you strain against, well, actually the six of you with Thump. Thump is here. (laughs) Thump is here. Uh, The three of you strain against the wheels, three on each wheel, and it's whatever you're doing, it's heavy. 
as you begin to twist the wheels, the chains begin to tighten and something begins to lift out of the water. What is that? When the object first breaches the water, white streams of water cascade along its sides. A giant cylindrical piece of metal rises toward the ceiling and the falling water makes a deafening sound as the water below slaps back and forth angrily against the stone pier. The cylinder's back end faces toward you and appears to contain a door with a spinning handle, while from the distant front end, two large pieces that look almost like eye stalks stand upright. It appears to be some kind of submersible device. I think this will provide us a way out. Now, outside of the game, it's the apparatus of Qualish, guys. I don't know what that is. It's like a mechanical crab tank thing that can go underwater. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this this is what you've been working on? This is one of my projects, yes. I and mean, this... h- how are we supposed to escape in that? Oh, uh, Bakongo, would you be so kind? And Bakongo smiles and says, I would love to. And he walks over to the rear end of the cylinder that's facing you as it's hanging in the air, water still just dripping off of it. He reaches forward and grabs the circular handle on the door and twists, and with a grating sound, the door pops open, and inside you see a cabin. It's dark inside, so you can't exactly see everything, but Asimri says, once we are inside, we can go under the pirates. Under? Under the pirates? The pirates? Yes. But Congo has been hard at work here. He has finally made the breakthrough that allows us to store enough oxygen inside to stay submerged. Oxygen? What's oxygen? What we breathe. Oh. It is something I discovered (laughs) years ago. I'm surprised you haven't read... I've been keeping it to myself. (laughs) I've written lots of papers about (laughs) it. Did you read my paper in uh, popular science? Here, I will go first. And he climbs up a couple of the little steps that lead into it, and he makes it in. As he goes in, it begins to sway just a little, the tiniest bit. Then you see his head pop back out. Come, 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 come. I'm in. I'm so in. I'm, I'm in there. <laughs> Before he knows it, Peter is in there with him. I'm not, I'm not going in there. Let, let me go down first. You can stay behind me. No, I, I'm not going in there. This may be our only way out of this city, short of fighting our way through, and I know you don't want to do that. Tell you what, stay here, I'll go check it out. Okay. I go check it out. You go inside, and as you step inside, you see that this is a roomy interior for, it's bigger than you thought it was going to be inside. There is a glass viewport on both the left and right walls, as well as a viewport across the front. And in fact, there is a seat where the pilot sits with a bunch of levers. There's about 10 different levers across the front here. In the middle of this cabin, there is a small table that has a map stretched across it. And it's not like a map you've ever seen. It looks like a bunch of lines that show contours. And Asimri's is quick to tell you that this is a depth chart. This is more of a view of underwater rather than land. So it's not topographical. Asimri's, if we escape in this contraption, how long will we have to be underwater? That is a good question. Bakongo? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) This is the maiden voyage. We will have to see. Oh, joy. (laughs) We have not had time to test it. Uh, We have apparently been 
interrupted. You gotta help me out here. I'm trying to come up with things that will reassure Wumperbash and get him to come on board. I know, says Asimris. He pokes his head back out. You see his little head bobbing out. He's put the boot back on. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say? Something, not specifically, but. You'll be able to see all sorts of fish if you come in. I can show you lots and lots of fish under the water like you've never seen them before. How, how, how big is it in there? It, it's really not bad, Bash. It's, I was surprised. I, it won't be too tight. They have cup holders. What time is I it? You were gonna what say. time is it? What time of day is it? It should be later now. It, like it should seven. be. It's like yeah. nighttime now, right? Yeah, it's, it's nighttime. Are there lights on that thing? Yeah, there's lights inside. I thought you were going to say, uh, I, just made, I just fixed some lamb stew or something like that. <laughs> Hungry, Bash? I'll, I'll, uh, how about if I follow you? Like, I'll, I'll go behind you guys. We're In going what? underwater. I'll swim. No, we're going oh, to got be... the, He's got the gill thing when he saved me from the giant snake, or tried to anyway. Uh... We will be going much too fast for that. I'll hold on. I don't think you can you hold on. Your arms off. <laughs> yeah, taking a look at the design, it's metal. It's been made to be sleek on the outside. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> if it helps, I don't want to be in here either. Where are you guys going to go? Uh, I'm trying to think, what can I do? We're going to go just underneath them and far enough away that we can come back up on the other side. Okay, I tell you what, you guys go and I'll meet you there. Where? How are you going to meet us? I'm going to go and I'm going to swim. Bash, we need to stay together. We've been through this before. I, you were the one, you were I, the one who, who wanted to stop me from splitting off from the party. I can't, I can't go in that thing. Why not? I don't want to be in that space. Like, what happens if someone passes gas? Where does it go? It's like, gonna... we'll be breathing it. I, I'm not, I don't want to be in there. Okay. He's, he doesn't like, he can't be, he's claustrophobic. Okay. He can't, he can't go right. in there. The guy who lived in a tree for half no, of his life. No, that that's different. Uh, when you're underwater, it's confining. Yeah. It's this also is one close. of his phobias. Right. Oh, that's oh, that's right. That's right. I can't. I can't go in there. Like right, I can't go so, in there conscious. So I'll put it to you like that way. Oh, oh man, you just ruined it. I was gonna say. You know, stop trying to ruin my stuff. I was just gonna say. Right, so, so I'm gonna I'll, go, I'll go now. Me, like, I'll go now, and and no, I'll, no, I'll let you guys know. So while he's where's saying that, I, I was going to say, door shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Tira is going to walk around by him like she's saying, okay, Bash, I understand, and then conk him on the head. Okay, let's have, a, let's have an attack roll. Oh. Well, so what is that? Wombard Bash, what is your armor class without tough hide? Uh, 16. It's 16, but I'm still in tough hide. Because it lasts for an hour. It's been. <laughs> I cast two more. No, you don't. <laughs> and so what am I adding? You're going to add your strength as a bonus. That's a 23. Bash. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, the world around you erupts into stars. I want you to give me a constitution check. You need to beat a DC of... 17. That was a really solid whack from Tira. Natural 20. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I can see your die from here. It's, <laughs> it is a uh, 10. You go down in a heap. You just collapse. I will say this. 
I am not going to be happy <laughs> when I wake up. That's okay. <laughs> I'm going to step out and help Tira uh, dump the body. Yeah, into from the... in, inside the apparatus, you hear a goom. <laughs> and you think, I've heard that before. My The back of my head smarts really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Peter, you come swaying your way out and you help. Grab Fireman Bash. Yeah, sure. Okay, so the two of you managed to get him back in. The others are there to help you fit him through the door. And somebody's like, what did you do? (laughs) (laughs) We were wasting time arguing about it. I know he's going to be mad when he wakes up, but this is the fastest way for us to get out of here. Let's go. Would anyone like to drive? What? Don't you know how to drive this? I never have. You invented it! Well, Bakongo did most of the work. Then Bakongo can drive. I can't really. You look at his hands and they're like <laughs> turtle hands. <laughs> All right, step aside. I'll do this. No, 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 it's between the two of you. If you, if one of you, I already, you were too late, boy. Rock, I paper, already said, Let's do rock, rock, paper, scissors. No, how about I spoke before you, so I win. Shotgun. Yeah, shotgun. Guiding bolt. <laughs> bolt. It ricochets all around the apparatus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We all go down, and the pirates come in and take. You just punched a hole right through the side. Guy, <laughs> water. <laughs> I say, all right, step aside, I'll do this. All right, Tara, you sit down in the seat, which is surprisingly comfortable. Okay. And again, you see that array of switches. There, there's there's levers, 10 levers just arranged across the front. There's no, there's nothing on them whatsoever that indicates what they are, what they do. All right, you said there's 10 of them? 10. They all look exactly the same? They all look exactly the same. Okay. How fast does this apparatus go? Like in, like, let's say, human step. I can speed. tell you. Out of game. Oh, so okay. we don't know. About six knots an hour. Okay. That's pretty fast. Do you know what sailing ships usually did? Um, Not not, not particularly. Okay. I'm just curious. Not particularly. Not. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not really in um, thinking mode right now. So uh, I'm just going to grab... The two outermost. So the first and the last? Yes. All right, which one are you going to do first? So I'm going to kind of gently go forward on the first one. Between five to eight knots on average. Okay, so this can match that. Yeah, that like I say, that's pretty, that's pretty fast. Yeah. I would not have been able to swim that fast. Mm-mm. No. You push forward on the lever. You pull it up. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I was thinking that they were on the floor, but they're on the, on the wall? Yeah, basically. Okay, same same so, idea. You push forward okay. or up. You hear a mechanical sounds. Peter, what are you doing while Tira's doing that? I'm just looking around, looking out the viewports, checking out the map. As you look out the side viewport, you hear this sound, and you immediately just jump over there. You see legs coming out of the side, and out of the back, the back door is still open. You can see a tail begin to emerge from underneath the apparatus. Tira! Close the door! The crab just grew legs! (laughs) The door, it's controlled by one of those levers, but I don't remember which one. All right, so I have, I have my right hand on the last one. I'm going to push forward on You that. push forward. You hear a ka and you see the door wiggle a little bit, but it doesn't move. 
Did I just not go far enough or? You can also pull back. Oh, okay. I'll pull back then. All right. You pull down and with a hiss, the rear hatch door shuts and locks. You hear a ka-chunk. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to move each hand in one. You might want to take notes on this. Oh. So you, right. have the, you have the first and the last. And Peter, while you're looking out the viewports, you can see the legs already moving. It's like, even though you're in the air, they're, they're trying to do something. Right. Cool. All right. So then I move my hands in one and one. Okay. And uh, so basically what you're saying is these levers are kind of positioned in the middle and they could yes. either go up or yeah. down. And as soon as you do one action, either uh-huh. up or down, it resets to the middle. Okay. So right. you basically push or pull. Yeah. And it, I, I would have to hold it there because if I let go, it's just kind of... It, it forces its way back down each after each motion. Are there pedals? There's no pedals. It's all lever-driven. All levers. Uh, so I can't ask Bash to help me. I knocked him out. Of course, Bash wouldn't know anything, but Michael might. I can help. So you've moved in one each. Yeah. And I guess I'm going to... I'm going to push up on the second one. Again, you hear a humming sound. The shutter over all the viewports, they all twitch a little bit. Okay. And if I pull it down, they all thing. close. They all... Suddenly, you're so we can't see anymore. You can't see anymore. Right, so I'm gonna put that one back up. There, there were still lights inside the cabin. Yeah, but I want to. I need to be able to see what's happening outside, so I can know if we're moving forward or not. Correct. So okay, so I, I, I'm gonna push that back up so that they are open again. And now this, the right one, the ninth one. You're pushing forward or back? I'm gonna push forward. Okay. Nothing happens. You hear a zzz, and the, the apparatus begins to swing on the chains. Yeah, how are we going to get ourselves down into the water? <gasps> are we still hanging on the chains? You're still on the chains. Oh, grief. Is there, uh, I'm, I'm right. going to try pulling down on that one. Okay. I pulled down on that one. <laughs> you begin to lower into the water. Oh, hey! I was about to ask, uh, what was his name, Bakongo? Yes. Yeah. So I was about to ask him. If there's some way to disengage from the chains. Well, yeah. As you move out. down into the water, it's something about the cleverness of the design causes the chains to float away mm. from How the device. Okay. All right. So then I, so now, so we've loaded into the water and the legs are going. The legs are going and you're starting to move forward. Forward. All right. Um, even though that lever has now settled back in the middle. Yeah, because I'm not holding. You've anymore. descended 20 feet into, so you're you're sinking down, and as the cylinder sinks below the surface of the water, outside noises filtered through the metal hull become immediately muted, mm-hmm. as the blackness begins to close around you. <sighs> all right. Pretty gonna... soon, all you can hear from without is the occasional metallic clang as you scrape along stone pilings. And is there there's not a light shining out. No. Okay. There's not a light shining out. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna move in again. Three and eight. I'm going to push up on three. You see the side viewport shutters twitch. As if that was, as if that's going to close them or something. Like if I went they're down, not, it they're would... not closing. Yeah. If you went down, they would probably okay, so close. That's... So the, the second one in was just the front one. Yes. Okay. I thought it was all of them. I so. misspoke. Yes. Okay. All right. Now the eighth one, I'm going to push up on that. You push up and light begins to shine out of the eye stalks. Okay. So it's like headlights. Yes. We see a shark coming towards us. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ah! You're able to see about right, so 30 what, feet ahead. What do I see? 
now that you're about 20 feet down in the water, you can see uh, this is the deep part of the harbor. And so you're actually able to see a, almost like a tunnel of stone pilings on either side. Apparently, mm-hmm. Assembly's had this building built to reach out into the water for purposes of testing. And so this was his way to get out into the harbor and back in without being seen. All right. Uh, so you're seeing basically the exit of this building. Okay. And we haven't moved forward at all? Even though, are the legs still going? They are. By Vashon, we're underwater. Yes, the legs are going, and yep, you feel yourself starting to pull so forward. So we are moving forward a bit. Yes. All right, I'm going to move in again. I've got four and seven. You're pushing up pushing on four? Up. I always start up. Okay. As you push up, two giant claws emerge from under the apparatus and reach out in front okay. of the apparatus. So now you have two large claws okay, so extended. What if I pull down on that? Does it retract them? They retract. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and retract them. I don't think we need the claws out right now. Yeah, it's just slowing down your aerodynamics. Right, right. Your so, aquadynamics. Yeah, yeah. Bring that down so they're back out. Well, this, this thing has arms and claws on the front. I wonder what that's Isn't supposed to be. Isn't it great? says Bakongo. What are you supposed to use that for? Oh, anything. You could find stuff underwater that you want to bring back up or... I suppose so. Moving things out of your way, more like. Or get right. into a fight with the giant octopus. <laughs> or go underneath the pirates' boats and crack holes in them and sink them. Uh, he's, uh, he's I didn't say that because you knocked me out. <laughs> 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 I was about to say, Wombra Badger's awake now. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now I'm on number seven. Roll me a D4. Oh, just see how long he stays out? Yes, this is going to be the number of quarter hours that you're out. One. One. So you're out for, let's say, another five minutes. And then comes the anger. <laughs> Time to get out the rope. Yeah, right. All right. So now I, I'm, I'm remembering episodes of the A-Team where they had to drug B.A. to get him on the planes. <laughs> yeah. For you people, it's B.A. Baracus. That's right. Mr. T. I pity the fool. All right. Uh, all right. So I move in again. I've got four and seven. I'm sorry. You're not moving forward. The legs are just churning, but right. the, you're not really going. Okay. You're, you're staying fairly fixed. That's fine. Say, those would probably be more for if I were walking along the floor of right. an ocean. Right. They're not much for like fins. Yeah, but, they're okay, not paddles. Okay, so i got four and seven. Seven going forward. Yes. Pushing up. Uh, you begin to drift 90 degrees to the left. Okay, so it's left turn. So I, okay, I stopped that real quick because I want to stay yeah. straight ahead. So I just put that back to the center. All right. So now I move in again. I've got five and six. You push forward on the fifth stick. Nothing happens. Okay. I bring it down. Nothing happens. Hmm. Are you sure these all work? Bacongo? I think they do. I don't, I don't remember any problems. I checked all the issue reports. Issue reports. You're the one ma- who's reporting on it. Me, but I have you to. You make- checked your own reports and found nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I remember things. Oh wow. Okay. What's number six? <laughs> it's how I remember things. Gee, Mister, you're dumber than I am. <laughs> There's a lot going on up here. <laughs> is there? <laughs> yes, there is. Number six. I push it up. You begin to swim forward. Okay, so that's so up is four. If I do it you down, can, is it reverse? It slows to a stop and then begins to go okay. backwards. Yes. Oh, oh, this this is clearly forwards and backwards. This is the Tira show. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, I figured out how to how to move forward. All right, so I continue. I ease forward numbers you know, on the sixth lever. Uh, 
Ah, my head. Uh, Tira Knight, I'm not again. <laughs> you heard it, didn't Boom. you? <laughs> Guys, what's going? What's? Uh, where am I? Um, you're lying in bed. Yeah, you're. You're. We can't lie to him. <laughs> yes, cleric. What? No, 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 no. I, I'm. I'm not in here. You guys didn't Peter, take me something. in here. Peter, do something. <laughs> do something. Give, I'm sorry. Give, calm him somehow. I need to get out. I need to get out. I need to get out right now. I need to get out. I need to get out. I'm sorry, Tira. I need I to get out. Move out of the way, my I'm sorry, Peter. I, I need I to grab, get out. I grab the pan I, and I'm going I need to, to get out. over the head again. I need to get out right now. I, open Open the door. Open the door. Open the door. Open the door. <laughs> no, no, he's okay. Open the door. He's okay. The door will not budge. Open, open, open. I need to get out of here. I, I need bash, to get out of here right now. Bash, bash, calm down. No, 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 no I, I can't stand work. here. I can't bash, stand here. Take, I can't breath. stand here. Take deep breaths. Take I can't give stand him here. some herbs or drugs. I spend two side points and I get tough hide. All right, what, oh, I'm gonna, wait, what I'm doing, what I'm doing is I'm going to reach into, I'm going to reach to my herb bag. I have a little vial that has a couple of Z's written on it. I'm going to uncork it. I'm going. I, I spend two uh, side points and I, I use my bestial claws to uh, start hitting the the side of the wall. I, okay, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, like grab. Wombash by his ponytail, pull his head back, and I'm going to just dump the whole contents into his mouth and okay. force him to swallow it. Before we wow. do that, why don't you roll me an attack roll, Wombash? Sixteen. Your claws rake down the interior wall, and there's that horrible nails on metal screeching sound, but they don't seem to have any effect. I roar like a lion. As, as you roar, as you feel liquid trickling down your throat. Peter snuck up behind you, and when you opened your mouth to roar, he dumped something down your throat. <coughs> now, what was that? That was, uh... Give me a second. Chamomile? Yes. <laughs> yes. I think we have something stronger than chamomile, T- Peter. It's pure. He'll be asleep in one to two hours. <laughs> it's, it's pure chamomile. <laughs> pure chamomile. I'm going to tr- I'm gonna strike the side of the wall again. Okay, do it. Fifteen. Same thing. Uh, you're not making any noticeable impression on this. I've got to get out of here. Time Fry, up. I've got to get out of here. Frying Guys. pan it is. I don't do anything. <laughs> I'm going to strike the wall again. Bakongo. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> 16. Same thing. Bakongo reaches out a hand and puts it on your shoulder, and he says, Friend, let me tell you a story. Oh, boy. I attack Bakongo. <laughs> I was going to say, this is not working. Friend, I push weight and I push as hard as I can. Don't attack Bakongo. <laughs> I'm pushing as hard as I can. Who brought that. me in here? Who brought me in here? Dira. Bash is it. What? <laughs> so you're. you're I'm, I'm like driving it forward as fast as possible. Okay, outside, as even as you're being talked to and having stuff poured down your throat and everything, you see things flashing by outside through the viewports, the, the shutters are open and you do see a curious fish that hovers alongside you for just a second before it falls back real quick. Bash, look outside, look outside, you can see I, outside. I gotta get out of here. Look outside, Bash, I, I can't listen be to here. me. Bash, I can't look here. at me, look outside. No damage. Bash, chain. listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, look outside. No. Look outside. No. Look outside. No. <laughs> look outside. Why don't you, that was your fourth Bash, attack. Bash, what was that? Give me a 1d6 roll. Five. You take five points of damage on your fist as you're trying to punch into the metal wall. 
Oh wow, he could kill himself by punching the wall. But I need Congo, to get out of here. Can you can you restrain I need to get him? out of here. Where, 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 where are the levers? Where are the levers for this door? Right here. No. I pulled out the lever on the door. <laughs> Which lever was it? Um, roll a d10. Roll it a d10. was one next to a door. There's not one next to the door. It was the it was the first the first lever on the left hand side. I pulled down. Wait, no, you were you were unconscious when we brought you in here. That, you didn't see. You didn't see. I'm, I'm just pulling a lever down. From outside, you can see the legs. They retract into the cylinder. I'm gonna grab the second lever and pull it down. Okay, I'm gonna, ta- I'm, gonna I'm gonna tackle. Stop him. Nothing I'm ta- happens. I'm gonna tackle Womberbash. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna take the f- third third lever and pull it down. The I, side. Nothing happens. I tackle Womberbash. Okay. What what was your roll? Because I, I, I'm pretty. I, ta- I tackle him and bring him to the ground. Like how did you roll? Yeah. All right. Nineteen. Okay, he got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Womberbash, you feel a sudden weight on your shoulders, and suddenly get off of me. You're get underneath off me. Peter. Yeah. Get off of me. I'm, I'm gonna tie. I'm gonna tie his him down, basically. Get off of me. I need you to give me a dexterity sleight of hand check in order to get your rope around him. Oh joy! All right. And oh, <laughs> did you just tie yourself up? I pulled a natural one. Oh no! I'm gonna spend. I'm gonna spend two side points with feet of strength. Oh wow! Oh, oh no. dear. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Are I'm, we past I'm gonna, the fleet? I'm going to roll. I'm going to try to hit the wall again. 26. That's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. 11 points of damage. There is a resounding hollow boom that you can hear. And it seems to just emanate from the cylinder and go out into the water. And off in the distance, a whale that happens to be passing by <laughs> stops and says, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> But back inside the apparatus, there is now a bulge on the inside facing out. Bakongo, come hold this lever. I grab the fourth I... lever and pull down. <laughs> we only have one person talking at a time. I Bakongo am going... slaps your hand after, after you've already right. pulled it down. Ow. The two claws extend once more. And Bakongo now has your hand and has wrapped it up. All right. So I said Bakongo, and I've let go of levers, and I'm going to go over to Bash. I mean, like, I'm grabbing his face. I got to get out of here. I'm grabbing his face. I have to get out of here. I bring your face down to me. I say, listen to me. And she I'm gonna kisses do an, you. I'm going to do an intimidation check. <laughs> I'm going to kiss him. I got I to get out of here. I got to get... Ew. <laughs> no, I'm going to do an intimidation check as I grab his face to bring it down to me. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. 12 plus 2 plus so, so uh, 17. This will be a contested check. Give me a wisdom check. Rolling with disadvantage because this is a phobic reaction. 10. Something about the set of Tira's face makes you understand that she's not playing around. All right, so I have his face in my hands. Who, brought, looking, me, who brought me on board? Listen to me. Who brought me here? Bash, listen to me. If you go on attacking this room, you could kill all of us. We are underwater. I know you're scared. I don't want to be here. I understand. But you are here, and this is the only way to get out. If you keep attacking this room, you're going to poke a hole in the wall, and water will come spilling in. Right now, all the water is outside. You're fine. Who brought me here? I did. I go and I sit down on the floor. With my back to her. 
Are you okay. muttering anything? Or you just, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, but my arms are like folded, and I'm, I'm my head is down, and I'm rocking back and forth okay. with my back to. to All right, Tira. so now I t- so now I turn to Peter and I say, "Peter, go sit with him." That's what I was going to do. Yeah, and I go back to the controls. I was going to sit next to. Uh, Get away from me! Get away from me! Get away just, from me! Just sit by him. I'm sitting next to you. And I go back to the controls and I gun it. Okay, you push forward on yep. number six. Okay, you hold forward on number six, and you streak forward under the water. Overhead, through the viewports, those of you who are looking out can see the dark hulls of the pirate ships above. You can also see flickers of torchlight shining off the ships down into the water, so that helps to illuminate the ships above. From underneath, you can see many of them are crusted with jagged barnacles and other marine pests that have bored into the thick wood of their hulls but a couple seem to have been careened recently, so your near pass reveals freshly exposed wood and fairly clean undersides. Then, another half mile out, just as you're about to round the headland for open water, the viewport is taken up by an enormous hull. It's that large flagship that you saw. The other ships were modest by comparison, about 50 to 75 feet in length. This one seems to be every bit of 150 feet long. It's gigantic. Through the disc-like circle of light in the water above, you can see the yardarms. They're clad in reefed black sails so the ship can maintain its position in spite of the prevailing winds, but even with them drawn up, they look like ominous black clouds. Your passage, remember you only went down 20 feet. Your passage is not unobserved by those above. You can see faces peering over the sides of the ships as you pass under them and one of them even drops what looks like a fishing hook down into the water. Tira, bring us lower. I don't know how to do that. Nothing in here brought us down. There's that one thing that brought that brought us you down. You should hit that thing. Hit the boat? Hit the boat. Um, we do well, have we claws. have claws. So I um, push up on number four. Go quickly, please. And number four, the claws were already out because Womber Bash pushed that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And there that's are those right. two levers that you tried pushing, but nothing happened. What if that actually makes them do something? Well, there's only one that did nothing. That was number five. That number you... five did nothing. Right, yeah. So maybe you could try that against the whole of this thing. Okay, I guess I'm push up on number five again. Here, actually, could I have the driver's seat? What are you going to do, Peter? I'm going to attack the boat. The city doesn't. The city hardly stands a chance with an army coming in from the north and, you know, a whole fleet this size coming in from the south. We need to do something to help. That's why I told you to hit the boat. I already know what all the levers do. Well, I was kind of watching the whole time when she was doing it. We don't have so time I to debate what... this. If you're going to do it, do it. All right. All right. So I, I sit down in the chair, which is remarkably comfortable. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to steer us right toward, I'm going to, you know, flip all the levers to that steer us towards the hole and what would those levers be so <laughs> can't just start flipping levers boy pick <laughs> a lever on, on. i just do what i need to magically move this thing <laughs> all right so i stayed in the holiday and express last night that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right so i let go of the forward backward lever to let it sit still then i'm going to take the seventh <sighs> the second lever and i'm going to flip it down a little bit to kind of, well hang on are we directly? <laughs> are we directly underneath the pirate ship? The pirate ship. Yeah, you're directly underneath. All it. right. Well, never mind. So then, uh, oh, uh, the ninth one. I'm going to flip it up. What does it do? Down. Down. That brings us up. 
Which way are you moving the lever? Down. You rise 20 feet. All right, so now we're basically right underneath You're the bumping. Yeah, you hear a... All right. As the top end of your cylinder hits the bot- the hull of the ship above. All right, I'm then going to take the, the fifth lever. I'm going to flip it up. The claws snap. Flip it down. They snap. Flip it up. They All snap. All do is open and close. We need to move them up. How do I how do I point this thing right at the ship? All right, so I'm going to flip it up. Go ahead and roll a 20-sider. 17. You're going to add 8 to that. I think that hits. 25. That should That is hit. a hit. You're going to do 2d6 bludgeoning damage. Ooh. 7. The claw gouges into the oaken timbers of the hull and leaves a fresh score mark. You can almost see the ship shudder underneath your attack. The wood itself has been painted black to, uh, to match the sails, but as your claw gouges into it, it exposes the white oak underneath. Do it some more, Peter. Make a hole. Do it again. Do all it right, again. All right, all right. 16. So that's... That's a good guess. Yeah. Total? 16 uh, as my roll. Plus 8, right? Yeah. yeah so that's 20. That's another hit. Something like that. Yes, that's what I said. Oh, um, go ahead. 10. Roll an attack roll again. Because both claws are attacking. Ah, uh, all right. The other one does is a 3. That's a miss. Yeah, so I rolled 10 for damage. From up above, you can hear cries of alarm. Because you're, you're right there at the surface now. <laughs> Even though you're under the keel of the ship, you can still hear what's going on up above. Yeah. <laughs> you see a, something splash down near you. It appears to be the hull of a longboat. And you can hear people on that, too. So, I mean, through the viewports, you're seeing all this happening. Again. Again! Okay, so that's a mod 20 and a 25. <laughs> that's both it. 15 points of damage. All right. You are tearing up the hull of this ship. And I can see you almost floating forward. Your, your claws are just grabbing in and dragging you forward. You're scoring all the way down. Is it starting to list at all? Not yet. All right. Uh, Keep going, Peter. Again. That's a mod 20 and a 22. Those are hits. All right, so that is 12. Now something hits the side. Of our sub? Yeah. Uh, it's a hit. You, you hear a clang as something puts a dent from the outside, and it does 15 points of damage. Oh, wow. What on earth is hitting us? Uh, probably the pirates that we're attacking. All right. They're dropping well, something on us. We need to either get out of here or disable this ship. Disable the ship. Do it again. Through the viewport, Tira. Yes. After that clang, you looked in that direction. Yeah. You see what looks like a giant piece of pointed metal being hauled back. It looks like a it's harpoon. It's their anchor. It looks like a harpoon. Oh, a harpoon. <laughs> like throwing a straight up anchor at us. Well, I thought they, I mean, that'd be the biggest, heaviest metal thing they'd have. It looks like it came from the longboat. Okay, gotcha. Peter, they're firing at us. We need to do as much damage as we can and get out of here. All right. Uh, so I rolled twice again. So that's. 22 and a 17. 17 misses. The 22 hits. Oh. 
two points two of damage. Two points of damage. Now you can hear shouts, and through the water, through the hull of your ship, you can hear a sound of ratcheting. That's the anchor. All right. Uh, we need to hurry up. So uh, I only hit once. One hit, one yeah, only hit once. I don't even care to do the math. Nine. There is another grunt. Well, you don't hear the grunt, but <laughs> yeah. there's a splash nearby, and you can see that harpoon hits into the water, and it stops about a foot or two short, and you see it being drawn back mm-hmm. again. Hurry again! They're bo- they're rearing for another attack. All right, mod twenty sixteen. 20 hits. Okay. I was like, 20 hits? Yeah. What? Five. They pull back the harpoon and throw again. This time it hits for another 15. You now have two sizable dents not far from each other. And actually, you can see a bit of a crack forming in one of the viewports. Can someone be... You know, be getting on repairs or something on this. How do you repair that? With what? <laughs> yeah. The prayers of Vasham. Duct tape. <laughs> Neither of them hit. The ratcheting sound continues, and now you can see the black mass of the anchor coming up alongside you. Mm. That is a huge anchor. If that thing hits us, it'll sink us. Hurry well, up, Peter. Hey, I'm, more, I'm, I'm, more. I'm, fl- I'm flipping the Ford switch to get us out because okay. I'm assuming that they're trying to like hook us with it. You come out of the range of the of the anchor and it you can feel the back end of the apparatus lift up as the displacement of the water comes mm-hmm. behind you it just missed you all right and already you can hear voices up above yelling and you can hear the uh, the falling of canvas it sounds like they're getting ready to make sail all right i'm i'm going to go again all right that's hey, like a 20 hit. 20 what's my bob Five points. From behind you and to your right, you can see another longboat approaching. Now you have one on either side of you. They both throw harpoons. One of them hits. The other one falls short. This one does 14 points of damage. Yeah, two hits. Uh, natural 20 and a mod 20. <laughs> natural 20. Do something good for us. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot of sixes. Why did you roll six dice? Because he had a natural 20. That's 20, 24, 25 points of damage. That should definitely make a hole in the side of that Come hole. <laughs> there is a splintering sound and the your right claw gouges through a a mark that it had already made, and you see bits of wood suddenly break away as air goes shooting out of the inside. Bubbles. And there's a rush, and you can see the the hull just shift above you. It's definitely listing in that direction. I think we should get out of here. Uh, One more. Let's just... Uh, It's my turn first. Just kidding. The harpoons come at you. One of them critically hits. The other one misses. What did I just say to you? 18 points of damage. This time, the right viewport now has a crack in it. One more, one more. All right, that is one hit. Eight points of damage. 
With that, the ship lurches forward. It's obvious that it's taking on water. It begins to surge. It, it looks like it's trying to turn around to make out of the port. Let's get out of yeah, here. And with that, I'm going to push forward on the uh, on the movement on the um, mm-hmm. on the movement. The lever. tail behind you begins thrashing. And I'm also going to uh, lower us 40 feet. Okay, you drop 40 feet. And the last you see of the black hull of the ship is that it's listing its way into the moonlight and it disappears from sight. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Oh, Oh, man. Don't go too deep because the deeper you go, the more pressure pressure on those cracked walls. I was just trying to get get us out of range of the harpoons. Yeah, no, I get get you. You're right. I'm just saying we need to remember that when we start up next time. Get out of range and then get back up where we can... Come on, guys. We're going to find Atlantis. <laughs> all right. Let's talk experience points. Oh, buddy. First of all, what'd you think? Awesome. That awesome. was really great. Yeah. It was awesome. It was uh, something unexpected. I never expected to have this type of an experience. Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking forward to throwing the apparatus your way. <laughs> for experience points, I want to give you each five for finding a way out of the city. Tira, I'm going to give you five for discovering the purpose of the levers. Peter, I'm going to give you three for your use of Tira's knowledge to attack the ship and do a lot of damage to it mm-hmm. uh, and get everyone out. And Wamberbash, I'm going to give you three experience points for your role playing, your phobia. And let's talk Norse battle. Oh, see, I was going to nominate him for his yeah, phobic role-playing. That was really good, but you already gave him points for that, so never mind. Well, I think I should get points for my idea to, to for my uh, role-playing and intimidating lumber bash. Yeah, take another two. How about me for trying to drug him? Yeah, what, what did, did you ever figure out what it was you were pouring down? It better not have been your <laughs> it, had, it, it had Z's, and I was thinking it would be like little leaves or something. Not and then, like yeah, I, I was thinking it was herbs, and then yeah, Dad said, "You feel the pouring liquid down?" I was like, "Oh, it's liquid." Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I was like, "Liquid, okay." As long as we're self-advocating, it was my idea to attack the ship with the claws. That is it true. Was. That was. is true. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Take two. <laughs> You've right. earned a pat on the back. Any other? Any other nominations? Not really. Do you like it? Yes. Very much so. And here's the neat thing. There's more neat things? The Congo yeah. is Heather's character. Oh, hey! Oh. He, he, he is her NPC that uh, she won the contest. Yeah. And so she created Bakongo, uh, named, she grew up in Africa a little bit. Okay. And uh, so she learned Sango as a language. And the word Bakongo in Sango means tortoise. Hey, good That's one, nice. Heather. So, yeah, nice. yeah, we really like awesome. the character. A lot of fun to play, and uh, he, I don't think you have seen the last of them since you're all on the ship. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're still on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So way to go, and uh, I had a lot of fun. I've, I've really been looking forward to this moment with the apparatus because it's just so neat to think that you could go crawling around underwater like yeah. that. Uh, so join us next time. We'll have more underwater adventure. Let's do a recap of our experience points. Tira is 61 experience points into level 5. Wombra Bash is 78 experience points into level 5. 
Stop. Not anymore. You're getting docked <laughs> for excessive celebration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. They've done away with that, haven't they? Yes. Oh, well. That's why you've, that's why you had such elaborate touchdown celebrations this year. Peter is 67 experience points into level five. What? All right. Well, thank you again for joining us. We are enjoying this journey, having fun telling the story, doing new things. I've always wanted to be in a game where we had the apparatus of Qualish, and uh, here it is. So I'm, I'm enjoying being able to do this with my players. We hope to see you again next time right here at Stack of Dice. Open the door, Peter. I'm kick it in. He might be in trouble. I'm not going to kick it in. I'm going to try the doorknob. I'm going to kick it in. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. Give me a strength. I knew it. <laughs> athletics check. Natural one. Athletics Natural. check. Hey, that's... Or, no, just just strength. Uh... <laughs> I don't want you too excited about this. <laughs> just a strength check. Uh, 15. The door is supposed to open outwards. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me give it a go. I'm gonna try the doorknob. It says pool. Right it opens. There. <laughs> it doesn't. The, it, the door opens. It opens. Okay. <laughs> I open the door. School for hey, doors don't open that way. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's in okay, the hall. let's back this up. Why do Why do you have all the doors in this world opening out? <laughs> doors do not open that way. This place what? is called Opposidea. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> We're backing that up. things after i'd be like i'm gonna do something first cool. of all i see yeah. it in my mind i see it i see Tira, Tira going boom boom like, what's going on and peter goes and then Tira goes in a rage yeah. <laughs> this is not supposed to be a sitcom <laughs> it kind of is <laughs>